Welcome into Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me as always is Andy. And we are back. It's We had to take some time off. It was we, Football was happening. We had the draft. We had all that going on that kind of took over. So we took a little break from the cinema. But we're back and we're going to be doing this mostly for the next couple of months. Because football kind of goes into hibernation. And oh my god. we were, Before we started recording we were talking. There's so much good stuff on TV that we we've missed so much other good stuff there's so many things that we miss so um let's get into it one of the first things is moon night we've got the finale coming tomorrow and uh so we're five episodes in and one of the biggest things is it was originally supposed to be the series finale tomorrow and then they've changed it to the season finale because uh you were telling me oscar isaac's like oh man i you tell me because I don't remember exactly what you were saying. Yeah, he he just said that uh, he had such an amazing time making this and so much fun making it uh, that and, and and so thoroughly loves the the output of it that he said I, I'm fully reinvigorated in like blockbuster entertainment again. Like he was totally down on it after you know X Men, uh, you know debacle. Yeah, and uh, that was Fox. what was the other the other one he did that was DC or something? He's done three. Oh. Oh, well, he was just a voice in Spider-Man. But, uh, yeah, he was just saying that he just he was down on it. He's just, blockbusters just were kind of getting mind-numbing to him, and he just wasn't into it. But now he's, like, fully on board. He's like, now that I understand, like, you can make high-quality stuff with high-quality actors. Like, he's, he's just in love with it and wants to do more, it sounds like. And Kevin Feige, so this is interesting. So uh, he's only, he was only signed for this one project. Um, he's not, like, obligated, as far as anyone knows, to Marvel for anything else. But Kevin Feige said he's going to be somebody that's going to be a key to Marvel over the next decade. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally agree. So we'll, we'll see what that means. But uh, if we we're down to, we've got the series or slash season finale uh, on Wednesday, last episode was absolutely amazing. <laughs> what did you think? And so far, most Marvel series, the second to last episode has been the best. But, uh, you know, we'll see what comes next week. But so far, I'd, I'd say that that's held up. Yeah, I don't know. The, the finale to Loki was pretty amazing. I mean, the finales have all been really, really sure. good. Yeah. Now, but for whatever reason, episode five has been the highest rated for, like, almost every series. Um, and then the episode six kind of ties everything. There's, like, a little climax battle, and it ties everything up. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm very excited about it. And uh, I just – I the to taking you back into the childhood trauma that created yeah. Steven, uh, and I'm doing question mark because they also were, <laughs> were suggesting Steven created Mark, but I think it's very clear oh, now that, yeah. that Mark cre- created Steven, yeah. uh, to take, to take the emotional brunt of his, his highly abusive mother. And, and they showed that his abusive mother is abusive be- to him, uh, because, she blames him for the death of his brother. Yeah. Um, Which is, and, and he was a kid. That's not really on him. He was a kid. They went into a cave exploring because they're boys, but the water rose too fast mm-hmm. after rain. And then unfortunately the boy, the boy died. Um, so yeah, you can't blame him at all. What I thought found so interesting was that Mark creates Steven to take the abuse from his mom. But what we know about Steven so far is that, he believes he has a great relationship he with loves his, mom, his mother. Who, yeah. Who, who, by the way, is dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At this time, we found out. 
but he believes he's always had a great relationship with his mother um, and doesn't remember any abuse from her. So that just implies that maybe there was a third personality that was created by, by Steven to actually take the physical beatings. And uh, there have been some interesting theories that a lot of the action that's, uh, that's taken, some of the action that's taken place in the movie um, that's been like on more on the sadistic side may not have actually been Mark. It may have been this third personality who has taken abuse and therefore likes to give abuse. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. And when we saw there was a third sarcophagus uh, when they were running through the hospital right before they met the hippo. <laughs> which I'm just going to call the hippo. I don't care if he has names. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, somebody was trying to get out of that sarcophagus. So there, we could meet a third personality this, uh, this finale. What do you think? Um, so I, I looked into like the comments because like, you and I really didn't know much about Moon Knight going into this, which I also kind Not, of love. Nothing. And um, so I, ca- I, I, I know what the comics say. Um, so I have a feeling of what's going to happen, but I don't want to, I don't want to spoil anything. I kind of want to wait. This has been too good to like, I don't well, want to put anything in anyone's head. And the good news is they've been diverging quite a bit from the comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I mean, I mean, you know, a lot of it, like the characters are still there, but like the personality of said characters has been very different. Uh, mainly, you know, like, uh, Mr. Knight was the, uh, just absolutely brutal, almost serial killer of vengeance. <laughs> it was the Dexter of vengeance, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, like like to inflict pain on those who were bad. And and in this one, he's the hey guys, <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah. a, he's a he's a no ho Hank of Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he's uh, it's just Stephen in the suit, Nick uh, Neal. So yeah, it's been I don't know, man. I, I I've I've so thoroughly enjoyed not knowing anything about this character and this being thrown into the psychological mess that is this character and not knowing what is real. I mean, even down to the point that when somebody slams a pamphlet down about uh, needing counseling and slides it over to, uh, to Steven, uh, it was right when he was being fired at the museum. Uh, The pamphlet that they slapped down and slid to him, it was screenshotted was uh, Ethan Hawke's character as the psychiatrist oh. and it was all white. Oh, so, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the whole museum that may not have happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that makes like, sense. He so might much... not have ever, that might've just been, that might've just been Steven's like, he's still in the mind of Mark and like he in, ends up coming out, but like he was never there. Like he was never, he yeah, never had I, that job. And he's carrying a giant box full of uh, stuffed hippos. Uh, that's got the Egyptian God's uh, uh, crown on it (laughs) in that scene. So there's, 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 we might find out that entire swaths of this, we, we have no idea what was really, what we don't know what's real and what's not, which is amazing (laughs) that they've done this so well. And I'm, I don't know. This is by far my favorite thing that I've seen from Marvel yet. And that's hard to, that's hard to go that far, but it is, I think this is, the most I've enjoyed something in Marvel, and a lot of it is because I've had no idea what's coming. Yeah, I mean, they basically took like uh, Fight Club and made it into a, a Marvel superhero. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly what it. Is. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Tyler Durden. <laughs> Exci- excited to finish it tomorrow. We might have to do a special just on that tomorrow. Um, 
Let's move on to a show. I, I haven't seen this, but I want to. It's called Outer Range. There's only eight episodes. I think there's only three or four out so far on Prime, Amazon Prime. Um, a rancher yep. fighting for his land and family discovers an unfathomable mystery at the edge of Wyoming's uh, wilderness. Yeah, it, it has been great. Uh, I've watched three episodes so far. Uh, I think it just started the fourth. Um, <clears throat> the cast is unreal. I mean, it, it really is. It's it's Josh Brolin at his best. Mm-hmm. Um, almost no country for old minish. You know, I mean, he's playing the, the, a cowboy, um, an older cowboy. He's got a couple sons. He's got Tom Pelfrey, uh, who we know from his amazing performance in Ozark uh, in the cab scene, we'll call it. Um, he's got uh, uh, his other son is actually Bill Pullman's son in real life. His name is Lewis Pullman. Oh. And it's the first time I've seen him in anything, and he's been great. He's one of the main characters, actually. Okay. Um, then Josh Brolin's wife was played by Lily Taylor, who's fantastic. And, then, yeah. uh, and they all are ranchers on a farm uh, that has a, a group called the Tillersons that have the family that has the farm next to them. Um, and, and massive, massive uh, farms. You know what I mean? Like thousand acre type things. Um, Will Patton is the is the father uh, on the, of, of that ranch, also underrated. Um, one of his sons is Noah Reed, who was the husband of uh, the main guy in uh, uh, Schitt's Creek. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's been he's been great. Uh, I was like, where do I know this guy from? And it finally clicked. Oh yeah. Um, what well, and, and the uh, other and, one is from uh, Kingdom. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, so this, yeah, so they they have land disputes and everything. Well, this, you know, without giving anything away, just what's in the first five minutes of the first, uh, episode, um, basically on this Wyoming ranch, uh, there is just this massive, massive black hole that opens up on the ground. Um, and it's got like, almost like this, like cloud looking atmosphere over it. Uh, and, and the opening scene is like, uh, of Josh Brolin running with a body to dump into it. And, uh, and it says Kronos was known, uh, to tear the fabric between, you know, the Greek God, uh, father mm-hmm. of all gods was known to tear fabric, uh, between dimensions, between the worlds. And, and they talk about that and it's not going to be that, but there's something crazy that's happened. That's created this hole to open up. And uh, and no one knows what it is. That's the mystery. This hole is just there. No explanation. Um, and you don't know what happens if something's dropped into it. Where does it go? What you know? No one knows. So uh, so that's happening as this family drama of this land is going on. And then Imogen Poots shows up as this like uh, hippie vagabond saying, "I need to stay on your land. Would you mind? I can pay you." Blah blah blah. And there's something going on with her. And you don't know if it's Good, bad, wicked, not sure. But uh, something's definitely going on there, and she does a great job. And, um, yeah, just a lot of crazy things that are happening in this town. And it's been – it's just – it's a true mystery. It's a mystery thriller. It is a slow burn for yeah. sure. Okay. It's country, so it's a slow burn mystery. So don't expect a whole bunch of action. Um, but it's, it's more of a family drama that has this crazy, weird sci-fi, unexplainable thing that just popped up. And then it's how does their life revolve around that crazy drama, which, by the way, no one has even seen outside of Josh Brolin's character. So, uh, so it's it's very interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna have to get yeah, to it eventually once I have a, a, a sh- you know a spot open up on my shows. Yeah, I just I'll don't tell have you right now. 
I'll tell you all after it ends, uh, because it's one of those shows that's it's a slow burn and it's been amazing so far and it's got all this potential, but if it flounders in the finale, then the whole thing was not worth watching. Uh, However, you. if the finale ends up being amazing, then I've thoroughly enjoyed everything I've seen so far. <laughs> okay. I'll let you uh, guinea pig that one for me then. Yeah, I'll do that. All I'll right. do that. Um, one that neither of us need guinea pigging for because we have the finale coming. I think it's out. I haven't watched it yet, but Tokyo Vice. It's only eight episodes. I, I, it's not. It's a mini series, from what I understand. I don't think it's a whole series, but I haven't seen the finale, so we'll see. There's got to be more. I don't know if they can wrap up everything in the next episode. But um, Tokyo Vice has been great. It's based on a, a true story about a journalist, Jake Adelstein, who uh, he's a Western journalist working for a publication in Tokyo and takes on uh, one of the city's most powerful crime bosses. And my God, this guy's an idiot. Like he just keeps constantly making bad decisions, but. It's interesting. Um, Ansel El- Elgort has been fantastic. I've only seen him in a couple of things, but everything I've seen him in, he's been good. Um, Ken Watanabe. I, there is never too much Ken Watanabe in anything. Rachel Keller has been great, but kind of an annoying character. And she's, boy, I, I, I think she's, like, I like her less in this last episode. I don't know if you've made it all the way through, but she seems like kind of a terrible person. And then this. Yeah, sh- I agree. Show Kasumatsu. Um, he plays Sato, has been really good. I've never seen him in anything where it looks like he's mostly just done Japanese stuff. Um, yeah, I think he's he's an actor they found for this show specifically. Uh, yeah, that, that like you said, has never done English, uh, English uh, movies before. But he's been fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been the most gripping part of the show to me. I agree, yeah. Um, yeah, he has been. And then uh, Rinko Kikuchi, who will always be... Bang Bang, uh, from Brothers Bloom has been great. Is she she's great in it as well. I mean, there's not been anyone bad. Like the whole thing has been fantastic. And yeah, and I don't know if you know anything about this, but you know, Tokyo Vice is a book. What's up? Well, do you know who the based on Jake? At, well, sorry. Jake Adelstein wrote it. The guy that's the main yeah, character in the yeah. story. Yeah, it's based on his experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna. Uh, point out is that yeah this is this is somewhat based on based loosely on a true story yeah uh and and they have gone under under fire a little bit for changing some things from pretty major ways from the book uh but i don't care yeah i don't care either (laughs) i mean if it was like uh you know an, an ultimate american classic literature then yeah it's weird when you you know go way off course with the source material but if there was something that could very easily make this a much more compelling show or movie than yeah, do it. Yeah. Uh, and so far, yeah, seven episodes in and I'm absolutely loving this show. Yeah. And it does say, by the way, it's a, it's a series, not a limited series. Oh, fantastic. So I think there will be season two. Good, good. I need more of this. No, it, yeah. Eight episodes is about right. Cause it's a little bit of a slow burn, especially at first, but then it picks up about half, you know, about three episodes in and then I, yeah, I can't get enough of it. I mean, you have to pay attention cause there's a lot of subtitles. But um, it's been good. Oh, man, the guy that plays Tazawa, the actor's name is Ayumi Tanida, might be the most intimidating person I've ever seen in my life. I agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's done a very good job of being horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing that. And then next is we've got our third season after I think it's been two years of Barry. So this one came out, the first episode of this came out April 24th of this year. And then the finale of season two was May 19th, 2019. So it's been three years. 
since we've seen Barry. And, uh, boy, it looks like Barry's not doing great. Um, how many episodes are you in on this? I'm current. Uh, two, there's been two, right? Two, yeah. That's what I, yeah. There's been yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. two episodes. Um, they've been good, but, it, man, it is, like, this is always kind of a dark comedy, but this is, I think, the darkest. This is putting the dark in dark comedy. Yeah. Yeah, this is. There, there have been some funny parts, thanks to No Ho Hank, just being one of the most amazing characters of all time. Yeah. Uh, so there's definitely been some good, and, and there's, uh, I just blanked on his name, but the, the boyfriend uh, has been amazing. <laughs> Which boyfriend? Uh, who, I, who, I, who I would oh, know from Crystal Ball. No Ho, Crystal, no Ho Hank. Crystal Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's been he's had some really hilarious moments so far uh, yeah. this, uh, that I was not expecting. I'm glad they brought uh, and, him back. He's been yeah, like you said he's been really good. The actor's name is Michael Irby. Yeah, I always remember from the unit. He was great in the unit uh, uh, by Sean Ryan. Oh, but yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he was. That's what I always remember him from. But even though he's been in a ton since. But uh, yeah, I didn't know he had the comedy chops that he's he's been displaying this one and just a. <laughs> just the scene where they're laying in bed goes i don't know barry killed all my bodies like well, he killed all my bodies too <laughs> <laughs> well you have some bodies i have no bodies yeah, yeah, yeah you have some bodies no bodies <laughs> but it's interesting yeah so noho uh, hank and crystal ball finally get their 50 to 50 together there are a couple now they're an item they're living together and uh running their drug empire but there's an issue so this is what comes up as an issue i was kind of wondering where this is all going to go this year but so crystal ball turns out has a wife and kids in Bolivia and his boss, the big bad boss is in town to take out all the Chechens. And so he's not, doesn't know that he's gay, obviously. Yeah. But what's it's crazy. The father, is that, it's the father-in-law. Yeah. It's the father-in-law who's also the boss. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, but he brings all his, his special hitman, but they're all having like shirtless beer fights. So I don't, I, I don't. <laughs> they're so fun. Stop being so fun guys. Yeah, stop uh, being so fun, guys. yeah. <laughs> no, that, yeah, but they are an elite kill squad. So that, that's, yeah, this is going to be fun for Barry. And, and Barry even says to them, he's like, I need purpose. And, yeah. and then his, his desire for purpose has made him realize that his, uh, his former teacher uh, who he loves so much also needs purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's part of what's killing him. And so he's determined to save him by, by giving him purpose, which will then, and that has become his purpose. <laughs> and he's asking Noho Hank for a purpose, you know, and an outlet, which yeah. obviously is going to be able to come now because Noho Hank will need protection from all these people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if, if Miguel, it, well, that's, I called him, that's the actor, Miguel Sandoval, who's been around forever. Fantastic uh, actor. He's, he's Fernando uh, Cristobal's father-in-law and boss. Yeah, I think he's gonna have Barry take him out, but it's, but yeah. So Barry throws throws Mister Acusado in the trunk of his car to drive around to try and get him this part. And the I loved it when he goes to the fast food place, starts handing him food, and he goes, "Here's your change." So <laughs> you have to get money from him to do it. <laughs> and then yeah. when Acusado runs away, he's beat to hell. He finds a he finds some girl. He goes. The, my favorite line is, can you call me an internet taxi? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I, the best part to me, the, the, the sneakiest, most hilarious part to me, and this is because I, I have a I have an aunt who, who is uh, who's a lesbian, uh, and her, uh, her wife, and they meet. There's this stereotype that is so true of these lesbian couples that get millions of pets. 
That's always been a and there's a scene where Kuzma's running through their backyard and they're just showing from there and just like the dog is chasing him, but then you see there's thirty five dogs just chasing him and just attacking him on the fence. Uh one of which the Yorkie tits and appears and follows him home. Yeah, I, I think he's gonna it. keep it. I think he's gonna keep He's it. gonna keep the Yorkie, yeah. <laughs> Watch him so name funny. it. What was it? Janice? Whatever the tech detective's name was. I could see him naming it Janice or whatever her name oh, was. Oh, you could be right. Yeah. Um, well, uh, there's also uh, Sally's story. So basically at the end of season two, she has the play where she talks about being in an abusive relationship. And afterwards, she gets all these praises and everything. But she changed it. She changed it to where she was like this, where she was the badass and like, you know, calls the guy out and everything. But that's not what happened. She changes it at the last second. And so she, her whole career is kind of based on a lie. And she's doing a show that's about a woman that was abused. Now she has a daughter that's kind of going through the same thing. And everyone around her sees, oh, she's so strong. She's so strong. All these things. And then Barry loses his mind um, in her office in front of all of her kind of acolytes. And you kind of see her just kind of retreat and not do anything. And so now... I think there's going to be some, I don't know, kind of upheaval on the show. But then you see her when she's like, I got to get spaghetti and I got to get, she makes him his favorite meal, goes and get, get some controller. And she's kind of going back into those old habits <clears throat> of kind of accepting the I, abuse. Yeah. I th- And it's interesting to me because I was trying to figure out, is she accepting the abuse and excited to be back in that relationship almost, which she seems to, to like and, and, and almost miss, or does is she's so obsessed with her acting, <laughs> which she seems to be about becoming a bigger actor. But, you know, she, she got this, uh, this part after, you know, almost quitting acting. I don't know if you remember, but in the finale, she almost quits after she gives oh, that amazing right. performance yeah. about her abusive relationship. But then all the fans keep going, that was amazing. That was amazing. You needed more. And she's like, wait, what? Like I, I could be famous. You know? And, and it's not feeling real to her on the set. Like none of it, you know what I mean? And uh, like she wants it to be really about uh, abuse. And then like to the point that even in the second episode, uh, her people come to her and they're like, turns out there's another project just like yours that's going on. And it's clearly a comedy that's about abuse. And she's like, this is about abuse? Uh, And she's like, oh, look at her zany, enormous margarita. She really loves to drink, (laughs) you know? And uh, and you're like, oh my God. And and so anyway, uh, so yeah, Barry comes and just unleashes on her. And like, I'm wondering somewhat, is it that she, she's realizing because him unleashing on her before the performance is what create caused her to have this amazing performance um, at the finale, at the se- oh, season finale last year. I'm wondering if she's liking that he's going to be able to bring out her acting ability uh, because he's abusing her, you know, and, and she can use that you because might be she's right. been so method all the way up until now. Yeah. Uh, I think she wants that. You so, might be right. Yeah. And then, and then as she does all these things for him, he's just totally aloof, like couldn't care less. Yeah. He, they're <laughs> Cause both he's finally had world. enough of her. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. They can't see each other and they never really have. No, they've never really been a great couple. No, they've absolutely been using each other to a degree. There mm-hmm. was like a, but there was a, a small amount of pity that they each had for the other person in season one. And now it's, is this season two or three? This is season three. Well, yeah, because in the first season, Barry just keeps envisioning their life together, like cooking barbecues and the kids playing around and like this perfect family life that he wants. Uh, Because he just never had a, he needs a father figure so bad. And when Fuchs 
and Cousineau both basically leave him. That's when he's having his breakdown. Whereas, yeah, Sally wants oh. her acting career. Like she start, she kind of start started talking with with uh, Barry in the beginning, and then when she thinks he's toxic, she leaves him alone. But then he has this amazing moment on stage, and all the rest of the class like him, and that's when she gets back with him. So it's yeah, they're not neither. There's no really good people in this. Maybe no Hank, who's a killer, but that's about it. Yeah, and I, I, I urge everybody before watching the season to watch the finale again first. Yeah, I agree. Because I kept saying it's, like, it's really years. important because what's that? Yeah, it's been three years and, and it sets up everything, you know, so much for what's happening right now if based off that. But you, there's there's a scene, the, the final scene of episode two with him in Kusno's house. Oh my God, that was horrifying uh, and dark. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if we want to spoil it, but... Uh, in season two? <laughs> in this one. Oh, in this, episode no, in this two. Episode. Oh, yeah. No, episode don't, two. Yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, no, don't say anything. But that was, that, but yeah, yeah, that, that was, was the darkest thing that I've witnessed on this show so far. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't know how he's going to recover from that as a, as a character that you care about. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Yeah, it's a dark comedy, and this is the darkest it's get. But, like, season four is already written. They're about to start production, so they're going to go roll right, roll right into it. Um, well, well, it's been it's a dark show, but you felt for Barry as a character the whole time. That's true. Like, like you understand why he's he is where he is and why he does what he does, and despite being a killer, <laughs> he's relatable. I yeah. mean, that's what's so amazing about it is you're seeing the trauma that unfolded and why he did what he did and it, and making it understandable and relatable. But then what he just recently did. It's going to make it hard for that to be relatable and forgivable later. Uh, it can be done, but it's just going to make it a whole lot harder because this is the first time where he just appears to be the straight up villain because he snapped. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's. I mean, it's. Uh, I'm glad Barry's back. It's been three years, so I'm glad it's back. Yeah. All right, the next one well, you're going to have to tell me about because yeah, I, I, you were telling me a little bit about before we start recording, but the baby. Yeah, uh, I'm not telling anybody to go around and watch it yet, but it's one of the new HBO Max series that's out, and it's kind of a quirky, almost a, I don't want to say body horror, cause it's about it, but it's about like the horrors of motherhood, really. Um, and it's, it's a British show. Um, I don't recognize any of the actors or actresses in this yet, um, but the pilot was pretty darn good. Um, so it says that, this follows Natasha, who's furious that her closest friends are all having babies. But when she's unexpectedly landed with a baby of her own, her life dramatically implodes and twists her life into a surreal horror show. And that is what happens. So this baby is like Damien. <laughs> uh, and uh, he kills his, his last mother and, and literally drops down a cliff into the arms of this, this woman who did not want a baby. And... Uh, it is, it is extremely possessive of her. So you, you get the feeling that there's something wrong with this baby in the first episode, but you don't really meet it till towards the end of the first episode other than an opening scene. And uh, But having seen the trailer, I see where this is going, and it's, it's a dark, twisted tale, and it is kind of just doing a horror comedic view of what it means to be a mother. But so far, so good, and it's gotten some pretty good reviews, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, but uh, I'll let you know after a few more episodes if it's yeah. worth watching. Yeah, let me know. All right. Um, the next one. They're 20 minutes. Okay. Next one. Oh, I didn't realize there was 11 episodes. I was worried we were getting close to the end on this one. 
Um, oh no, it looks like there's 10 episodes. Uh, so winning time, the ninth episode came out on Sunday. I, I haven't seen that one yet. That's the only one I haven't seen. I hadn't had a chance. I had to catch up on Barry and Halo last night, so I didn't get a chance to see Winning Time. But that's one <laughs> of our. That's usually like our, our first go to as soon as we have a Winning Time available. We usually watch that one on Mondays. Um, it's been. Okay. I mean, if you listen to the show, you've listened talking, listened to us talk about it before. It's great. It's um, everyone's fantastic in it. It's uh, now, there's a lot of people that say, they they were portrayed wrongly in this like uh one of the biggest is jerry west west yeah he's jason clark starting to sue he said he'll take it all the way to the supreme court and i this is something i always kind of wondered because this is um adam mckay is the showrunner on this and directed quite a few and the other things you've seen him done are vice and um about dick cheney and then uh, the big short which I kind of wonder, like, it, it, Big Short I liked, but the characters were very, very, very polarizing, either for the purpose of the show or whatever. You know, I didn't know really any of the characters that well in real life. And then the Dick Cheney and one. And he kind of doesn't care too much about truth other than history. Yeah, that's what I, that's what it seems like. And then the Dick Cheney one um, was almost like a Darth Vader character. And I don't know. I don't, you know, maybe he was yeah, that's what I'm saying. that like, he, evil. He's but... like, look at him killing babies. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was over the top. So I, I'm starting to kind of feel like, all right, these, and maybe that's on us, um, but these are for entertainment pur- purposes only. Um, now, some right. of the stuff right. I know, like I know that happened, like what happens with Pat Riley, like the general story, I know that's what ends up happening with him. Um, Jerry Buss being the womanizer was very well known. Magic Johnson being a womanizer was very well known. Um, but... Um, yeah, I, I some of it I just I don't know. I'm just gonna enjoy it and not think too much about the characters, but just the broad strokes, I guess. And it doesn't really matter. I mean, I understand totally why it matters to the real people <laughs> who were hacked off, but it's not like this is an original problem. I mean, ninety percent of movies that are made about a real person dramatically embellish the truth. You know, dramatic. I mean, look at The Crown. The crown, (laughs) the queen of England is like, this is all bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) This is all about conversations behind closed doors, which you obviously had zero access to. Yeah. So, so a hundred percent of these conversations are made up. Uh, And so, yeah, I mean, it's, but it's being inferred by what people believe happened and what, you know, rumors have been. So, you know, whatever, it's always been a thing. Uh, they've even made gay characters, straight characters, <laughs> like Beautiful Mind and Patch Adams. It, it's, yeah. just, it's not a, it's not a new thing. So it, it's more about the story, and and embracing as a whole, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean Tokyo Vice, we just talked about. It. Yeah. They're yeah. they're they're hacked. Yeah. So. But it is no definitely entertaining. I'll say that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And amazingly acted. So. Uh, All right. So the next right. one I haven't <laughs> seen. Uh, I'm guessing you went and took the kid to this one, but the bad guys. It's the animated <laughs> one. Um, several reformed yet misunderstood criminals, at, uh, criminal animals attempt to become good with some disastrous results around the way. Uh, the voice cast is fantastic. Yeah. Sam Rockwell, Mark Maron, Aquafina, Craig Robinson, Richard Aote. I love Richard Aote. Um, Zazie Beetz, Alex Borstein. Yeah. Man, yeah, that's pretty Yeah, they're, they're very it's, – it's a series of very, very, very popular kids' books. Okay. Um, and uh, called the bad guys. And it's, you know, like the, um, yeah, like the basically the big bad wolf. 
right? Is like one of the main characters. Okay. And and he's like, he's decided he's going to break good. <laughs> and uh, he's got his crew of, you know, this, every all the animals that people think are bad. Sharks, you know, he's, he's got a shark, a piranha, a spider, all this, that are all like, yeah, what if, what if people thought of us as good people from now on? Like, what if we started doing using our powers for good things instead of being bad? Like, we're sick of people, like, being afraid of us everywhere we go. And, uh, and so that's what the whole series of books is about. Uh, the fox has to try to, I mean, the, the wolf has to kind of try to convince the rest of his crew who's evil to do it because they're not about going good yet. But uh, it's, pretty, it's pretty hilarious. It's pretty hilarious. And this movie is kind of like Despicable Me. You know, it felt okay. like a despicable me. It was it was a blast. We had an absolute blast with the kids. We were laughing the whole time. I, these kids books have been around a little while, but not too long. I think there's like 14 of them uh, in this in this deal, and uh, it was funny. There was there's there was 14. a lot of adult couples. There's 14. Uh-huh. Would you say there's like books. kids? Yeah, there's 14 yeah, books, books so far. Okay. Yeah, so far. Yeah. So uh, and so yeah, we were just laughing. There was a lot of couples <laughs> in the movie where we're like, we had our kids. We're like, really by yourself? No, no kids. All right. <laughs> but, uh, but it was, it was pretty hilarious. And my wife's pretty rough on the animated movies. She's not into that, mm-hmm. <laughs> but she was like, this was actually hilarious. Okay. She's like, glad I came. So yeah, they did a really good job with it. Set up a sequel. It'll be great. All right. Might have to try that. Yeah, do, do people... You got to take the niece and nephew. People That's are good going back to the movies. Like, I used to be able to, on a Friday, on a whim, I'd be like, eh, I'm going to go see this. But, like, The Northman, I tried to go see two weeks ago, and uh, me and the girlfriend were going to go. And so I, I, I tried getting tickets for it, and it was sold out in two different theaters. Like, I couldn't I couldn't go. I was like, man. And I was, this was oh, like wow. three or four hours before. I was like, well, that's the end of that. I just have to start getting tickets early. So I got my ticket for Doctor Strange um, on Sunday. So I am I'm ready for that one. Part of it is the ability to buy the tickets online too. Yeah, yeah, that makes you it know. Uh, easier. Pe- people co- people commit to going and then have to actually show up. Whereas back in the day, people might not actually. Eh, I don't actually want to drive there right now. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like, oh, I already bought my tickets. We gotta go. Let's go. Load That's up a good car. point. <laughs> um, all right. So the next one we have is Killing It, and we finished this. We finished season one. It's ten episodes. It uh, you you're like all right. No, you you understand like. It'll be good. You kind of had to talk me into it a little bit. Oh my god! Yeah. After the first episode, like we just blew through it. It was so so much good. Fun. Yeah, we had a great time. We were, um, upset when we had to, when it was over. Um, Tim Heidecker as the uh, as the, the incredibly evil. Uh, I, I don't know what you would call him. He's kind of a crime boss, but he's supposed to be a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he feels very Donald Trump esque. <laughs> yeah, it could be a little bit of that, but yeah, he's he's great in it. Um, Craig Robinson, oh my God, Claudio Doherty just steals scenes. Scott MacArthur's great. Real Battle, I had never seen before as the brother Isaiah, and he's fantastic. Like it's just a, it's funny, it's got great mm-hmm. great character development, and it's just a really really good show. Yeah, and it's hard to say exactly what it is. It's just original. Yeah. It's an original comedy, and it's got some serious. It's got just enough drama in it to make it really, actually enjoyable and surprise you from time to time. With oh, I, I didn't think they'd go that far with that, or oh, I didn't think they would. You know what I mean? That you know, oh, they're really moving. Oh my god! <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like there's different things that you're like, oh man, this is this is actually kind of crushing. Like there's really great character development in this. Yeah, I was, I was very impressed with it, and 
the way it, it ends. Oh my goodness. It was, it was unexpected and fantastic. What was the ending now? I can't remember. We finished it like two weeks ago, I think. He totally betrays his brother and uh, lets him, uh, he, he, he does, by doing what he does, he, uh, he has to catch the, his brother's always like, people are inherently bad. They're not inherently good because of what happened with their father. Yeah. And he's like, and, and he said, um, you've got to look out for you because everybody else will, because you're a punk if you care about other people. And, uh, and so he constantly betrays his brother. And then finally his brother and his brother's just like, no, no, I'm always going to do the right thing. I'm always going to be here for you. You're wrong. And at the end, he finds out his family's going to leave. He, he needs more money. And the only way he's going to get what he needs is by capturing where they know this enormous, enormous snake is, which will put him over the top. But the enormous, enormous snake has the oh, evidence right. inside it that his brother murdered somebody. Yeah, that's And right. he finally says, well, I'm going to do what's right for me. And he goes and takes the snake, which is going to throw his brother in prison. That's right. And he knows it. And so, yeah, he he decides to, to, to do the wrong thing for the first time. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was an amazing character twist on, uh, on it. And I, I thought, I was like, wow, wow, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually a really good little piece of writing. Like it wasn't just a mindless comedy. It was, it's got heart. I mean, you're, and you're pulling for everybody. It's a whole band of lovable losers Yeah, and only one of them can win. It yeah. is kind of how it is. And they found a way for, uh, what what's what's the guy we love from uh, from the Mick? What's his Scott, name? Scott MacArthur. Scott MacArthur. They have a great little win for him. Yeah, which is, which is amazing because he needed it. And uh, yeah, uh, so and yeah, so Claudia. Uh, I really thought that the obvious move because Claudia needed a green card, right? So badly, I thought the obvious move Jillian, was they're going to get married. Jillian G. Jillian G. Oh, Claudia, uh, yeah, the actress. Jillian oh, you're right, Claudia, the actress. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I. I yeah, I really thought they were going to get married. I thought that's what it was yeah, going to be. Yeah, I did too. She needed the green card, and she needed the money for that. And he needed the money for his daughter, and she and they're they're trying to figure out who gets the money. I'm like, well, obviously, give him the money, and you get married, and then you get a green card. That makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. And and his wife, you know, was leaving them, and I'm like, oh, there you go. Uh, that'll be a funny uh, crew. But uh, yeah, it was. I guess too simple. Yeah. <laughs> it was too simple to work. So, it still uh, could no, happen. I, still could happen. And it, I was thinking the same thing. That could absolutely be a season two thing where he and his green card wife have to live with his real wife, his ex-wife. <laughs> so oh, he's got man. two wives, neither of which love him. So that he's got to live in the house with. But I think that could be great. That's pretty good. Um, and then we've got two left. Better Call Saul. Um, the third episode just came out yesterday. Yeah. I haven't seen that. but Oh, no, the fourth episode just came out. Um, you haven't seen the third one, have you? I have not. Oh yeah. God. The third one might I'm very excited be, about like, it. This season is like the show started off very slow, kind of like breaking bad and got better and better. But this is a show that's kind of hard to watch week by week. It's better binging. But the last like mm-hmm. two, like the last season and maybe even the season before have been on fire. And then this, I think is going to be the best season yet. Like I've, all three episodes have been like very gripping. I like, can't look away and you keep waiting. Cause at some point he's going to meet Walter White. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't care though. <laughs> okay. I like, I, I, yeah, I know, I know, I, I know. I'm very much in the minority. Uh, I don't need Walter White in this. Uh, I, I've loved the show. It's stood on its own so well. I, I just don't need it. Yeah. Uh, if it happens, all right, cool. 
but I don't know. I just, the more I've been thinking about it as we're leading up to this end, and I'm just like, I, please don't force it. Like, there's just no need for, I, I really, especially if it's forced. If yeah. it's forced, I really don't want it. If there's a natural way for it to be a cameo that he happens to be there and, you know, is walking out as he's walking there, whatever, totally cool with that. But yeah. I don't need it. Fair enough. But but I'll be fine with it. But if it's forced, I really don't want I it. I feel like it could be the last scene. This show has been too good. I kind of feel like it could be the last scene is is when he That's comes in. That's kind of what I think, too. Yeah. yeah. Because that'll be him back on his quote-unquote feet starting back over as Saul Goodman, yeah. you know, and, and, and you already have the, the network established with what he's had, but, but we got to find out what happens to everybody else first. And, and, and my thoughts are that, yeah, well, yeah, it's him. And my big thing though, the one, the part I care about the most is does, does his current girlfriend, uh, Kim Wexler, does, does she leave him? Does she get killed? Yeah. Or does she go to jail? Yeah. Like, because she's never in Breaking Bad, so something's going to happen to her. Uh, Anybody, anybody who's not in Breaking Bad, you know, probably something happened to him. It doesn't have to be death, though. I mean, it could be be bad enough that he gets her disbarred and she leaves him and her life's ruined, right? And she blames it on him, and that's enough to keep him in torment. So, well, we have to to find out what happens to Lalo, what happens to Kim, what happens to Howard, what happens to Nacho. Absolutely. Yeah. All of them, all of them, who knows. And then, and then also like we've been teased these clips over the last five seasons of him working at this ice cream Cinnabon place or whatever. Cinnabon. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Cinnabon. Uh, why, why was he in witness protection? You know? Uh, so we, why was that witness protection? What, what are you talking about? That was at the end of, uh, um, that happened in breaking bad. What did, the witness protection is that what happens at the end yeah. of breaking bad with him well well not at the end but basically he's got so him and walt both go into hiding because remember walt's in that that um cabin in the woods in the middle of nowhere because he's he's like numero uno on the most wanted list whereas you know saul is not as sought after but he's got to get out of town so they mm-hmm. end up moving him into the middle of nowhere and he's working at a Cinnabon. He actually references that in Breaking Bad. He's like, he's like, you understand, they're going to get rid of us. You can't have your old life. You're like, I'll be working at a Cinnabon in Kansas City or something like that. He he even says something like that. Oh, and then, I and this ends up happening. did not remember that yeah. at all. Yeah. Okay. I thought that was something they were showing, they were teasing something's going to happen between Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. No, like, that's his current situation. Okay. That's okay. his current situation, and this is how he got there. Yeah. Okay, awesome. I don't know why they keep showing that. Yeah, flashing back to way in the future, but all right. Yeah. I'm in. Um, and then last on the list is Halo. So we are, there's, I think there's nine episodes this season. There's nine episodes. We just got yeah, done watching six. Man, I, I know there was a lot of like fans being mad, and I, I don't know. I know they've had a lot of issues. It, it's it's gotten really good. Like, it's we enjoy it. The, the battle scene. And the last episode was fantastic, and that was high end, man. Yeah, it that was, was a high end battle scene. I thought it was really well done. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I, I've been very surprised by this show because yeah. I, I will admit, I was ready to just cancel it after you know, like, like if, if there's one bad episode, I'm done. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like I just, I never played the game. I had no ties to it. It's a, it, it appeared like it was probably going to be a semi low budget 
mm-hmm. sci-fi show on a network that I'm not going to ever get <laughs> yeah. or didn't plan on it. You know, um, so I'm doing the free trial, <laughs> uh, but it's been great. It's been it's been absolutely every episode. I'm like, oh, no, I'm I'm in for more. Yeah, sign me up for some more. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you're gonna give me booking Woodbine now? Even yeah. more. <laughs> let's uh, let's uh, let's keep going, guys. Yeah. And then and then yeah, we finally get. Um, what's interesting is our first. Well, we had a good battle scene at the at the opening uh, of the of the series premiere. Yeah. Uh, but really, nothing until now. <clears throat> right. I mean, really, there's been no major battle scene until the end of episode five. Which or episode six, whichever one it was, that was fantastic. Um, am I wrong? Um, no, yeah, I can't think. Not any big battle scenes. I mean, there's been yeah, some, a little they, bit of action, but yeah, that's about it. But I mean, they've yeah, a they've tiny bit. So much story that they've had to tell, and um, but that's been great. Yeah. Like, like you. That's where I'm going with this. Is I, I would have automatically assumed, especially being teased with the uh, the badassery <laughs> of the of the premiere when you see them come down uh, and rain from above down onto these, uh, the covenant and start just murdering them all. You're like, Whoa, that was a blast. Yeah. <laughs> You're playing the video game. Right. Yeah. And then I would have thought if I didn't get a little bit of that, every episode that I would leave <laughs> that, that would have been what, like, Oh man. So what you teased me with some action and now we don't get any more. And, and we didn't in episode two or three or yeah. four or most of five. Yeah. <laughs> and then finally got it. And I'm like, Oh my God! Yeah, that's right. This is awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This <laughs> is based on a first-person people. shooter. Yeah, yeah, but but I but but I realize as I'm watching that action scene, it hasn't bothered me a bit that yeah. I haven't had it for four episodes. Yeah, that's that's impressive. That's very impressive, and not what I expected when I heard about this show. Yeah, no, it's it's been fantastic. I mean, I'm all in, and um, now they've got the girl um, Maki. The alien, the one they called the Blessed One, she's yeah, she's on Reach with Master Chief, and clearly they're linked somehow. We find this out, and he's she was telling him like when he touches the, the DNA key, is the same. Yeah, well, she was telling him when the, he touches the Keystone, don't resist it, and he finally kind of accepts it, and they both show up in this, on this planet with the Halo. You see, the Halo is around the planet, so I guess they're going to try and find out where the planet. But that's kind of where this, the episode ends. But it's, I mean, it started as one thing. It's kind of pivoted to another story. And I, I don't really know where it's going. Maybe because I never played more than the two Halos. But, man, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. My girlfriend Lauren likes it. And she's never played any Halo. And we, like, as soon as we have a new episode of Halo, like, that's one of our first things. Also, the girl named McKee, her, her real name is Charlie Murphy. And every time I see her on screen, in my head, I go, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> I can't stop it. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, man. It, it's uh, yeah. She she's an odd character, and, and uh, uh, I mean, you're not supposed to care for her character. She's clearly the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm the dynamics of Miranda Keys and her mom uh, and dad. Uh, the the Kai 125. The way she's 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 taking the freedom of of uh what would you say um senses <laughs> of being able to have actual emotions and senses the way she's taking it differently than master chief uh is handling it uh yeah it's all been very gripping and uh outside of a very weird new scene from burn gorman that i did not need 
the show is, is very unnecessary uh, uh it's been very very great the show has been very great and I, I can't wait to see where this goes and and yeah seeing that glimpse of of the halo which i thought it went around the earth but it, it looks it started right behind him went up like all the way almost into space and then back down onto the earth right behind her so i'm not sure what is that now the the halo or, or what? It, well, if that was a halo, that it was more like a gateway. No, that yeah. was the halo. Okay, so that was the halo. It's like it's like circling the the planet. Well, it didn't circle the planet. That's what I'm saying. It just went up really high in the air and then back down, right, right next to her. So like the back, it started where he was and ended where she was. Well, no, I think it's behind him. It's it's going around the entire planet. Maybe I saw it wrong, but like in the video game, the halo like was it, it was above the planet, I think. And so maybe this is like around. I I don't remember, but I think that's the halo. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I assumed it was too. I just, I just wasn't sure how that was going to work. So, uh, no, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I'm kind of like Moon Knight. I'm glad that I don't know anything about it at all. Yeah. I don't have any backstory because, yeah. as somebody who's new to it and not having, you know, the, the demands that it has to be exactly like whatever the game was, uh, I'm, I'm very glad it's turned out the way it's turned out. Yeah, and I like it when they just incorporate like noises from the, from the video game like oh that was a thing like, <laughs> my, my my son has had the exact same reaction oh that's from the game <laughs> like every few minutes and I, mean, I and i totally get that i totally the first time i heard the transformer transform in oh, the first transformers movie yeah. and you just like, wah, 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 wah. i'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> My childhood rushed through my whole body in that sort of a second. I was like, that was amazing. Yeah. My wife's like, that was a sound effect. <laughs> and I'm just like, you shut up. <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, yeah, there was nothing better than that sound effect. So, yeah, people who played Halo totally get them enjoying those sound effects. <laughs> well, that is everything we have for what you're watching. Um, we will be back more regular with uh, Potty Pod Cinema just because I was saying football's over. Um, but feel free to go over and listen to that as well. Until next time, catchphrase. What are your tort?